0: We are on subas Samach Omanal of 60a towards the bottom by the second two dots. Uh, the Gemara continues its analysis of the brysa that we quoted earlier. The brysa had a dispute, had a machlokes between Rabbi Eleazar and Rabbi Yeshua about with regards to how long can the baby nurse for. Rabbi Eleazar was of the opinion that it's until 24 months. Rabbi Yeshua was of the opinion that it's until the age of four or five. However, if the baby stops nursing, uh, not because the mother's not around, but because uh, the baby just stops nursing on his or her own, uh, so then once he stops or she stops nursing, so then uh, he the baby is no longer allowed to continue nursing. So the Gemara wants to know, the what how, what's this time period? What does it mean to stop nursing? How long are we referring to? So Amr of Yehuda bar Chaviva, Amr Shmuel Shlosh Yamim. Shmuel says three days. I Amri, Tani of Yehuda bar Chaviva. Alternatively, and a, a different version has it that they're talking to Shmuel, Yehuda, the son of Chaviva, is talking to Shmuel and says Shlosh Yamim, three days. Okay. The Gemara now says as follows. Tana It is taught in a Besoch Esrim, Varba Chodesh essentially as follows there is a rabbinic decree that um, a mother who is nursing is not allowed uh, to get married but what's the case so the Gemara now discusses a case where the husband passes away during the 24 months the husband passes away and she is nursing. So the, the rule is is that she is not allowed uh, to get engaged, halachic engagement, or even uh, not just married fully, but even to get engaged where they're not living together. Um, why is this not allowed? So this really comes from a Gemara that we discussed when we were learning Tractate Yevamos. In Yevamos it explains that the concern is that with the second husband she will become pregnant uh, what's the problem with that, with becoming pregnant, is that she will lose her milk supply. If she loses her milk supply, there is concern that with her second husband, uh the the husband will not provide uh, the food for the baby. And even though uh really uh the children from the first marriage should be the ones who provide the sustenance uh for this baby, it's their it's their brother. We are concerned that uh, she will be, feel uh, embarrassed, intimidated to approach them, to let them know what's going on, and we are afraid that it's going to cause significant harm and damage to this baby. That's, that's the concern, that uh, we are afraid that she'll, she'll stop nursing, and then, um, and then she won't be able, uh, the, the baby will be put into, into danger with this second marriage. If it was during the first marriage, so then uh, we say that they're allowed to continue. She could become pregnant uh, while she's nursing um, because uh, the father will continue to provide. But here, there's a situation where the father is not alive, and so he won't be able to provide. Uh, so mayor says that she can't get married for the first uh, 24 months after, uh, after she gave birth. Uh, discussion whether it's two years or 24 months, which would be impacted by let's say it's a leap year so a leap year would add a month um, so there's a discussion whether it's 24 months or two years but that's the position of remare Rebuda argues and says 18 months that uh, she has uh, 18 months and then after 18 months from birth so then she's allowed to uh, remarry not 18 months from the death of the husband but 18 months from uh, from the birth of the child okay uh, what exactly is that argument based upon? So there are those that want to say that Rav Meir in general, he's of the unique opinion that says that we are concerned for um, the rare situations, He's choshish lemiat, for the minority. Uh, and uh, basically, most babies stop nursing by 18 months, and that's the position of Rabbi Yehuda. That's why she could then get married to somebody else. But Rav Meir is concerned that, no, maybe there's some babies that continue to nurse until 24 months. Okay. Uh, Amr Ibn bar Yosef Henny and Diveri Bei Shammai Henny and Ibn bar Yosef says the same argument between Rava and Rabi is also an argument between Bei and Bei Sella. Bei Omrim Esterim var Bachodesh Bei Sella Omrim Shmona Asarachodesh. Bei says twenty-four months. Bei says eighteen months. Amr Bei Shemgamwil says Ani Achriel the Omrim Esterim var Bachodesh Muteresli Nassei. Bei Shemvarachodesh the Diveri Omrim Chodesh Asarachodesh why? L'fish ne'akar Rabbi Shem comes along and he says that it's really not 24 months or 18 months. That's not really what we're referring to here. When we say that she cannot get married or get engaged, we are really referring to three months before that, meaning either 21 months or 15 months after she gives birth. Why? So he explains because, uh, anyways, she doesn't lose her milk. Let's say she does become pregnant, but she doesn't lose her milk. Uh, until uh, after three months of pregnancy. And so therefore, she's allowed to get married in the 15th month because by the time she loses her milk supply, it will already be 18 months. Or according to the opinion that says that she has to wait 24 months, it's really 21 uh, um, uh, 21 months because after three months, that's when she'll lose her milk supply by 24 months. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amr Ullah, halachik Rabbi Yehuda Ula says we follow Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says eighteen months. And Marukva says it's really not even eighteen months. It's really fifteen months. Rabbi Chanan allowed him to marry after fifteen months. Similarly, a recent Abaye, a worker for Abaye, he approached Abaye. He didn't ask to get married to get fully married by the fifteen month fifteenth month. He asked for the halachic engagement, where they're not even living together, they're not having sexual relations, they're not living together. He asked, could he get engaged? He have the halachic engagement by the fifteenth month, with this, with, uh, with his kala, with his bride, who, uh, who was nursing. So Amar Le'abayi says. Um, so that's what he asked. So Amar Le'chada he says, of course you could. He quotes, we follow Rabbi Yehuda. We follow Beis Hillel. Ula said we follow Rabbi Yehuda. And we just quoted Rabbi Chanina, who said that uh, you could get married by the 15th month. All these opinions follow the position of either 18 months or really three months earlier, 15 months. So then that's if, with regards to the marriage. For sure, in your case, you, you're looking to have an engagement, a halachic engagement and not a full marriage. Of course that could happen by the 15th month. Now the Gemara continues the story and says, came to Rav Yosef when Abaye, after he made his ruling, came in front of Rav Yosef and he told him of the whole story. Amar Lehi, has back to him, wait a minute, slow down. Rav and Shmuel, you forgot about them. They said you have to wait 24 months, not 18 months. Uh, except for... It's 24 months excluding the day that the baby's born and excluding the day that uh, they, uh, that she gets engaged. Uh, so it's really 24 months plus two days. But either way, Rav Yosef says back to Baye and says that, no, you forgot. You forgot about the positions of Rav and Shmuel. You thought it was 18 months or 15 months. No, it's really 24 months. Uh, so what happened? So Abaya wanted to let them know that you can't rely on this leniency. Abayah, essentially from the story, Abbaye got it wrong. He thought that we have all these opinions that say 15 months or 18 months. But he was told by a Yosef that no, Rav and say 24 months. He wanted to run after them to tell them, but he wasn't able to catch up. And so essentially it sounds like he he got the wrong psak. He got the wrong ruling. So Abayah learned from this situation. Abayah says as follows. Abaye said the following, he said that uh, this is a very important, uh, this is a law, that a person, uh, a rabbi, a person cannot allow, cannot give a halakhic ruling, even with regards to, let's say, an egg in a milk dish. An egg in a milk dish, Rashi explains that, of course, there's nothing wrong with the egg, the egg is pareve. it's neither meat nor dairy, you could have it in a milk dish. Tosa says that it's a little bit more complicated than that, it's a case where the egg is fully formed within the chicken, so then there's a concern maybe that uh, the egg would be meat, would, have the, would constitute as meat, and therefore you can't have it with the dish, but really you could. The egg is not viewed as meat, which is interesting. An egg is not viewed as, uh, as meat, um, even if it's fully formed in the, in the chicken. But the point is that uh, a person should not make any ruling, any, uh, any small ruling such as this, an egg in a, in a, in a dairy dish. Without consulting with their rabbi, if the rabbi is around, they should consult their rabbi. And so, this is a very this is a law. This is a ruling that uh, if their their rabbi is in the city, so then they're not allowed to on their own issue a ruling. Some uh, want to interpret this as saying that a person shouldn't decide a halakhic ruling without looking in the rabbi, meaning looking in the sources, in the teachings, in the sources, and that every single time it looks like it's the same situation. They've dealt with this before. No, they have to. Relearn it. Look at the sources again before they issue a ruling. And he explains. The reason for this is not because it appears disrespectful. It's not just because it looks disrespectful to an issue a ruling when your rabbi is around, but rather because he won't be successful. He won't be successful in his ruling. Because he learned this with regards to the ruling of Ravin Shmuel, and he was unsuccessful. Uh, Rav Yosef was his, was his teacher. Rav Yosef reminded him about what Ravin Shmuel said, and so Abayi says that uh, he learned his lesson. He learned his lesson, and he should have asked Rav Yosef about it because he he said something incorrectly. It's not just that it's disrespectful, but it was actually the incorrect uh, ruling. Some want to explain because out of out of fear, when the rabbi, when the teacher is around, the rabbi is around. So uh, it impacts how they think about things, and they won't be able to think uh, straight and clearly about things. Okay. The Gemara now continues and wants to know: Are there any exceptions to this rule? Tanurabana. It's taught in a bris. The first opinion says that let's say it's a situation where uh, the mother gave the baby to a wet nurse. Uh, during the 24 months or 18 months or let's say weaned him he's no longer nursing or let's say the baby died is she now allowed to get married within the uh, the first 24 months uh, after the baby is born so the first opinion says yes the Bryce says yes she is allowed to this is not a general rule that applies across the board without any exceptions there are exceptions to this rule Uh, just to point out there are certain opinions just practically speaking without getting into a lot of the details. Practically, some opinions say that to the, nowadays uh, babies nurse in general until eighteen months, and so they say that we would follow the, the opinion that says eighteen months nowadays. Uh, but uh, without getting into all the specifics of the of the this ruling, uh, that uh, that is the general idea. Um, the Gemara then says, "Mar Rapa Rav Huna several Meved um R- Papa and Huna, the son of yeshua uh, said that we should follow this ruling they uh, they thought to act like this however there was a safta there was an older woman there is uh hava hava there was an older woman who said that i had this case it happened to me i was uh, uh i was a uh, uh, a mother who was nursing and Rav Nachman said that I am not. I was not allowed uh, to get married within the twenty-four months. Uh, essentially, Rav Nachman was saying that we don't make exceptions to the rule, even if it's a situation where the baby stopped nursing, or uh, the mother gave the baby to a to a wet nurse, or even if the baby passed away. Still, we don't make exceptions. The Gemara says, is, is this really true?" For Rav Nachman, "Shara luhu Reshkelusa. reish galusa." But we know that the Rav Nachman did allow this for the for the women by the reish galusa. The 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 uh, really the the, the leading uh, family in the community they allow this uh, he did allow this so shiny The to bahu. says no they were different um, so because that they basically hired uh, wet nurses and they were employed by them and it was a contractual agreement uh, they knew that uh, they wouldn't back out of this there was no uh, there was not there's not even a slightest uh, thought that the mother would actually have to uh, come back and nurse her child, because there were other people there in, in, in the home that were hired to do this. They were explicitly hired to do this, and so in that situation, Rav Nahum said that uh, she could get married within the first uh, twenty-four months. However, uh, if it's not that situation, um, if it's a situation where uh, they sh- the, the the mother just hires her own wet nurse, but it's not uh, part of this big family, it's not a contract, it's not a contract. So then, Rav Nahum would say that we wouldn't make an exception to this rule, and she would have to wait the 24 months. So Amalur Rapapi. puppy says, wait a minute, wait a minute, you wanted to say, V'asun Ah, you wanted to say that, uh, really it should be allowed, that we should make exceptions to the rule, that if there are reasons to make exceptions, we should make exceptions to the rule, but I could prove to you, from really a totally different decree, another rabbinic decree. There's a rabbinic decree that says that after, um, if if uh, one marriage ends, they have to wait three months until she could get married again. Why do they have to wait three months? Uh, they have to wait three months so that we know who the mother is. We need to know who the mother is. Uh, if she waits less than three months, we don't know if it's from the first marriage or from the second marriage. The concept of havchana, we want to know with certainty who the, who the uh, not who the mother is. Sorry, we know who the mother is, who the father is. We want to know who the father is. Um, is it from the first marriage? Is it from the second marriage? And so therefore they have to wait three months. And we'll see that even within that there are definitely situations where we know that you can wait less than three months because they for whatever reason they didn't have sexual relations they weren't intimate towards the end of the first marriage but we still say it doesn't make a difference you have to wait three months so if Papi is saying that we have other cases where there's a rabbinic decree and they made what we refer to as a low plug they did not differentiate there were no exceptions to the rule so so too over here we should say there are no exceptions to the rule what does, well, how do we know this there's a price huh? If she, the, the wife constantly was at her father's house for a very long time and she wasn't with her uh, ex husband, the first husband, we know that they're getting into fights and they're angry and they're separated and they're not having sexual relations. Or let's say he's not around because he was put in jail. Or he's traveling. Or he's older. Or sick. Or let's say she's uh, not able to have children because uh, she's not able to have children, she's older. Or she's too young to have children. Or let's say she had a miscarriage right after the death of her husband. So we know that the next pregnancy is from the second husband. If she ain't a relay later, for whatever reason, she's not able to give birth. Whatever the case is, there's no reason to wait to wait three months. We're gonna know for sure who the father is. It could be a situation where she can't even have kids. Nevertheless, Romero says you always have to wait three months. We call this a low plug. We do not differentiate between cases. And you have to wait three months, no matter what. Rabbi argues. Rabbi allows them to get married right away in these cases because we do make exceptions to the rule. Uh, but Remeir says no, it's not allowed, and we follow Remeir. Nachman says, big zero stuff." We follow the position of Remeir. So the question is, if in that, in those cases of waiting three months, we will say low plug, we won't make any exceptions to the rule. So then we should also not make an exception when it comes to uh, the twenty-four months. The twenty-four months. Of waiting after she gives birth, if let's say the husband passes away during those twenty-four months, we should say there's no exceptions to the rule, even if she stops nursing or, or whatever the case is, or even if she gives uh, the baby to a wet nurse to nurse. Uh, so, uh, it, whatever the wh- whatever the case is, uh, we shouldn't make any exceptions to the rule. So, Amrulay, they answered him, no, lava daiten They say uh, we forgot about this idea. In the end day, we we forgot about this idea. The um, Hilchasa, What is the law? In the end of the day, what's the law? Mase Mutter That if the child dies and there's really uh, no chance of nursing this baby again, because God, unfortunately, God forbid, this child passed away, so then she would be allowed to get married within the within right away. She can get married right away. She doesn't have to wait 24 months. However. If she, if the baby just uh, stop is alive, it just stops nursing. So then we say she cannot uh, marry somebody else. Um, she's not allowed to marry somebody else. Um, and she has to wait. She has to wait twenty four months. Now uh, it's interesting. If the if the if the baby dies, so then she's allowed to get married within twenty four months. That means we make exceptions to the rule. But we, how is it different than waiting three months for situations where we know that uh, she was not intimate with her first husband for a very long time? So there are those that want to say. Well, there's a big difference between three months and twenty-four months. We can make a little plug. We could say that, that in all cases, wait three months. It's not a big. It's not the biggest deal to wait three months. To tell somebody to wait two years, that's a long time. And so, therefore, we could make exceptions to the rule when it comes to two years. Uh, basically, the the situation which we say that she still has to wait twenty-four months is where um she gives the baby over to um uh, where where she she's no longer the baby's no longer nursing so the concern is why we why do we do that out of concern that maybe she wants to stop nursing so that she could go ahead and get married and so maybe she's going to put the baby in danger by preventing him from nursing him or her the baby from nursing when the baby really should be nursing but the mother might stop it uh earlier than than should be uh, now cause danger to the baby because she just wants to get married. So we'll say, you know what, even if the baby stops nursing, can't get married. So the Marbaravashi says, no, but then the same thing should apply if the baby dies. Why? He has a wild concern here that this the mother wants to get married, maybe she'll kill the baby just so that she can get married. And he says because there was such a case. that He's not saying this, uh, he wouldn't say this on his own. There was a case. There was a situation where the, the mother actually did this. Like the Gemara says no. You can't bring a proof in that case. She was she was insane. It, uh, we will never be concerned. That nobody nobody in their right mind would ever do such a thing. We we are not concerned for that. Um, so therefore, in the in the end of the day, we say that if the baby passed away, so then uh, the, the the mother could really get married within twenty four months. But if it's the fact that uh, the mother stopped the baby from nursing, so then there's a concern there that she's going to intentionally try to stop the baby from nursing just so that she could get married. So that would be a concern. Okay, we're now towards the bottom of Samacha Bay 60B, and we'll continue uh, with the next class in next week's recording.